0: Hi everyone and welcome to Murder and Merlot.
1: We're a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host Tara. And I'm your host Michelle. So we've released a couple episodes already. It's so exciting. It is so exciting. People are actually listening to us. I know it's crazy. I love it so much. And commenting. Yeah. We have like the nicest friends ever. Seriously. Honestly. Everyone's sharing it everywhere and telling us how great we are and it's just so sweet. I know. My phone blew up. When yeah. we launched our first episode. Yeah. Like this is the best thing in the whole wide world. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Yeah. Well, I guess we can just jump right into our story today because we have a mini. Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. <laughs> Today's episode is a mini, so we have some time to digest our first part of the Green River case. It was uh, quite a lot to handle, so we want to get a little break from that and give us more time to finish reading the book and for everybody else to finish reading the book as well. Yeah. So today we're talking about a case that's recently been in the news, and it's one I haven't been able to look away from. Disclaimer, trigger warning, whatever you need, this episode is about the murder of a tiny human. So no judgment if you have to skip this one. Mm-hmm. We are talking about Evelyn Boswell. The beautiful little girl who's been missing since December. I woke up yesterday morning to my Facebook feed full of news updates and at the time of writing this the investigators just released that they believe that they had found her remains. Yeah, That's so sad. It's heavy. Yeah it's a lot. It's heavy and I hate things that have to do with tiny humans so yeah. But this was a big one that we've been seeing everywhere so we wanted to to give it some coverage. Yeah. yeah, her sweet little face. She oh, so, oh she's so sweet. I don't know a whole bunch about this piece. I haven't done a deep dive into it, so I'm excited to, to hear all about it. Yeah, so. it's really kind of screwed up. Yeah. So, um, from the March 7th, 2020 New York Daily News, investigators believe they have discovered the remains of Evelyn Boswell, a Tennessee toddler who vanished in December, but was only recently reported missing on property that belongs to a family member. The tragic discovery was made Friday in Blountville, Tennessee, after investigators received a new tip in the case, Sullivan County Sheriff Jeff Cassidy told reporters at a late-night news conference. The only other information Cassidy offered was that the property belonged to a family member of Evelyn's mother. He added, authorities will confirm Evelyn's identity after an autopsy is completed, which will bring a close to a weeks-long search for the little girl. Investigators believe Evelyn vanished sometime in December, but authorities only first learned she was missing nearly a month later. Her grandfather was worried, he told them, and he claimed not to have seen Evelyn since before the holidays. (laughs) My heart hurts already. Doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Especially like tiny humans, like the first 24 hours are so important. And month, like over a month. Over a month. Yeah. And the grandfather was the one that yeah. like, this isn't right. It wasn't the parents. It was somebody else yeah. that is was like, something's going on here. Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. The article then went on to say, an Amber Alert was issued one day later on February 19th, but authorities are still investigating why it took so long for the family to report the toddler missing. Leslie Earhart, a public information officer for the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations, told ABC News that the case remains active. I want to thank the community for their outpouring of love, support, prayers for the past 17 days when Sweet Evelyn was first reported missing, Cassidy said. Evelyn's 18-year-old mother, Megan, Maggie Boswell, was arrested on February 25th and charged with lying to investigators in connection with the case. Authorities said she initially claimed Evelyn was with her father before changing her story, suggesting instead that she was with her grandmother, Angela Boswell. Every time we talk, her story changes, Cassidy said at a press conference last month, and I'm serious when I say that every single time. Following her arrest, the young mother told WJHL she was pregnant, but jail records have indicated that that's not true. Hmm. Lots of interesting stories. Lots of things Mm -hmm. happening. (laughs) (laughs) Angela Boswell was arrested a few days prior along with 33-year-old William McLeod. They were taken into custody on February 21st in Wilkes County, North Carolina after authorities spotted them driving in a BMW that they'd been looking for in connection with the case. The pair was was charged with theft of over $2,500, though McLeod has since been released on bond. So that's the grandma and the grandma's boyfriend. Oh, crazy. (laughs) No additional charges have been filed in the case at this time. So that's the, the Times Daily article. I spent a lot of time on the internet yesterday. Yeah. And everywhere I looked, I saw her little face, which yeah. if you look it up, look at her little face, remember her little face, because, oh my God, she she's the most beautiful little girl. So and precious. Her life was way too short. Oh my God. So the things I know about her, Evelyn was born November 21st, 2018. So she was 15 months old. She deserved nothing, nothing. that happened to her. It's so not fair. Nothing. Um, her parents are 18-year-old Megan Boswell. And 21-year-old Ethan Perry. Ethan Perry, so dad, is an active-duty soldier with the U.S. Army, and he's working with the investigators to assist with Evelyn's case. Oh, okay, so he wasn't around for any of this. As far as I understand, he wasn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Megan, yeah. the mom, had full custody. Okay, interesting. Yeah, there's a a law in Tennessee that says if the parents are not together, mom automatically gets. Oh wow, full custody. That's super interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's not always the best case scenario. No, clearly. Um, she, Megan has three different Facebook profiles with hmm. <laughs> three different names. Good, good. One yeah. for each personality.
0: I, don't know. I, I, yeah.
1: <laughs> one is older and she hasn't been active on for a while, and it's got pictures of her with Evelyn's dad. Okay. Um, but the other two, like her name's always Megan or Maggie on them. But the other two, um, one she's put her ex boyfriend's last name on. Okay. But like, they're not together. They didn't meet for very long. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And the other one is, it's Megan Boswell. But she, yeah. On those two, she's got like pictures of her and Evelyn and talks about how Evelyn is the light of her life and like. It's so weird. It's so strange. Yeah. Kills me. I know. Um, and the one says that she's studying at Northeast State Community College, but it's unknown if she's actually attending. This woman is a mystery. It's <laughs> so. What is if, going on? It's you? so <laughs> confusing. Like, yeah. And the investigators, like I said, like, her story changes every single time they talk to her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to claim that she's pregnant while in jail, like. Right? Like, what's Why? the point? Yeah. Trying to get some type of sympathy? Like, people are pregnant in jail all the time. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not, they're going to find out soon, right? <laughs> um. So her ex boyfriend, the one that she said that his last name or whatever, right. um, Hunter Wood, he said that he's never actually met Evelyn. What? <laughs> um, oh. That Megan told him that she was staying with her father while he was home for the holidays on the t- military leave. So A, <laughs> how long were you two together? Yeah. And you're claiming his name on Facebook, right? And B, like, you just straight up lie? Yeah. Like, what, why... I don't understand. It's so confusing. What are the motives behind all I know. Of these lies? I need to know all the things. And it's going to be a while, I think, before we know all the things, but hopefully. Hopefully, some things will come to light and Hopefully. We get a better understanding about what the yeah. hell is going on here. The last non family member to see Evelyn alive was the babysitter. That was on December 10th or 11th. Oh my god. That's they they so issued long ago. an Amber Alert on February 19th. That's awful. Like, that it. Ugh. She had no chance. And Evelyn's grandma, Angela Boswell, she's 42, was arrested with her boyfriend, like I said, while driving a stolen BMW. mix. Nice. A BMW that apparently Megan was going to buy for her mom. Okay. <laughs> so I think they must have taken it for a test drive and they never took, brought it back. And so then the owner of the BMW reported it missing, like stolen, and that's why they got picked up in North Carolina. This is the thing with so many criminals is they get picked up for things that aren't related to actual crime and it's like maybe just don't Don't. do other stupid things. Right? If you, you know, kill your child or something. Don't do stupid things. I mean don't don't do any crime. But I'm just saying, like it's always like the stupidest things. Like murders will get pulled over for a burnt out taillight. Yeah. (laughs) And and then yeah, other stuff comes out and then yeah, well, that's how Ted Bundy got caught. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why that popped into my head. Um, so there's so many things happening in this case that I just can't even... Yeah. I spent a lot... Like I said, I spent a long time on internet yesterday, and I still don't know why, and it's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. I truly hope that the autopsy of that sweet baby reveals the truth mm-hmm. about what happened. I absolutely believe that mom and grandma know something. Well, yeah. Especially, like, just the two months where she wasn't seen and they didn't report anything. Like, that's not right. No, it's not okay. No. At one point, Megan told authorities that she knew who took Evelyn, but didn't want to say who for fear that they may hurt her. Okay. (laughs) But then also told her boyfriend that Mm -hmm. Evelyn was with her dad for the holidays. Right. So, like... Good stories. Yeah. At least stay consistent. I know. I do want to say that, but it's like pick a story. I mean, if you're going to lie, keep the same lie. This is how to be a better criminal 101. <laughs> we're going to tell you today <laughs> we're not criminals. <laughs> Kidding, but come on. Just do better. My biggest thing, though, like if she was truly missing, her mother would have reported it. Yeah. If anybody's gonna know that your child is missing, it's gonna be the mom. Should be right? Yep. I know where my kids are every single minute of every day. Yep. Just like all mom shit, right? <laughs> like I, I might be a little neurotic, yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> but, Better than this fucking lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that my my kids are safe, and so like for her to be missing for two months before Grandpa has to issue an Amber Alert. Yeah. What the crap? Yeah. Like, it's not okay. Nope. Um, I have a theory. Ooh, and tell I me. hope it's, I hope I'm right. I love theories. <laughs> I, not that I wish that anything bad happened to her of at course. all, but I have a theory that something tragic happened. So there was an accident or something mm-hmm. and mom and grandma panicked. Yeah. yeah. Right. I could totally see that. I, I want to believe that because to be able to actually physically harm that sweet, sweet baby Yeah, on purpose, right? I No words. Yeah. Right? Other than her lying and that kind of stuff, there hasn't been too many red flags or like No. from what I've seen, like reports of abuse beforehand. No. So I, I think that's a yeah. good theory. But I mean, club cops, yeah, that's not the right way to handle it. No. Now look at what you've done, like, yeah. What this has turned into, you know, and I mean, most people who follow a true crime know what know her face and know her name now, so at least she'll be remembered. That's that. true. That is true. But that doesn't bring her back. No, could not imagine. Could no, not. Could. No. So don't um, want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't want to imagine that happening to any tiny human. But exactly. Fortunately. Sad thoughts. Oh. This is most of what I could find. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot more information in there than what I. Uh, Known. um Like, I didn't realize that the grandma was also involved, mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like she was helping with the cover up a little bit too. So, I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, I mean, as soon as I heard little details about the case, like early on, it was just like you just know right away that there's not a great chance mm-hmm. of, of her being still alive. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. I right? know. So, yeah, but I agree. I hope that they get some answers from. From finding her when we do an autopsy. Yes. And I also want to know what family member, like where the land is. I know. Or who owns that land that she was found on. Yes. Yeah, just a family member of yeah. Evelyn's mother. Yeah. Of Megan's. So. Right. So, so it could be grandma's land. Maybe. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I have no idea. It's uh, whoever's land it was, were they helping with the cover up or do they have no idea that, right. that she was left on the land? Exactly. And it says, like, it didn't sound like, obviously, grandma and grandpa are not together They because grandma's got a boyfriend. So, mm-hmm. you, well, I hope they're not together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe grandma's a player. <laughs> Stranger things have <laughs> happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I feel like grandpa and dad are yeah, good people. I got yeah. that vibe from everything I read. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it just breaks my heart. Just thinking about a grandpa in that situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's I, I picture my dad, and uh, I'm like, and yeah. he loves his grandkids more Still than anything much. in the whole wide world. And I could not imagine, yeah, imagining like that happening to their grandchild. But not only that, but their daughter not doing something about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and your daughter knowing something, yeah, and oh. she's not acting appropriately. Like that would be crushing. And she just keeps lying, yeah, and changing the story, yeah. It's not helping anything. It's just making her look worse. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know what she's trying to do. I don't know. Hopefully, it all comes out in the wash and we learn some things. But yeah. it's one of those cases that we're definitely going to keep you updated on because, like I said, I couldn't look away. Yeah. Um, which is strange for me because I yeah. hate unsolved cases. Mm-hmm. A, one. And I hate, hate, hate tiny human cases. So mm. for me to... Dig into this one. Yeah. Well, when I saw that this is the one that you were going to cover today, I was actually quite surprised. Yeah. Because I know those two things about you. I don't don't like them. I don't like them, but we want her to be remembered. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, hi there. This is Tara. I'm interrupting this podcast as we actually just found out more information about the Evelyn Boswell case. We recorded the original episode over a week ago because I just went on a trip to the States, which has actually now landed me in self-isolation due to the coronavirus pandemic that is happening in this crazy world of ours. So that means that Michelle can't be here to discuss this update with me, but she is the one that informed me that there was more information about the case. She saw on Morbid's uh, Instagram that they had an update, uh, which is kind of funny since we uh, talk about Morbid in this episode. But anyways, um, so looking into the updates, I watched uh, True Crime Daily's uh, video, uh, and it was very interesting. They confirmed that the autopsy did identify their remains um, as Evelyn Boswell. The land that they were found on was her maternal grandfather's land, Tommy Boswell Sr., who we know from the original story because he was the one who actually reported her missing in the first place. So that is very strange. I'm I'm very confused. I don't know how those things are related, but that's the information that I know. Evelyn was found in the same clothes that she was last seen wearing. And in addition to that, there was more clothing around her. There was toys and diapers and it appears that it was all found within a shed. The district attorney still has not released the cause or the time of death, uh, but of course it is being treated as a homicide. There is now a Evelyn Boswell Memorial Fund at the Children's Advocacy Center of Sullivan County, and the funds will be used for emergency care for um, abused and neglected children. So I just wanted to mention that as well in case anybody wanted to look into donating there. It's all really heartbreaking to know that this sweet little girl was taken far too soon. Um, And all we can do is hope that she did not suffer, that there will be justice, and that the attention and the donations gained from this case can help children in the future avoid the same fate as poor Evelyn. Rest in peace, you sweet baby angel. Thanks for listening. Back to the show.
1: So that's it for today's case. Mm-hmm. On to the fluffy part of the show. The fluffy that does not involve child murder. No, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it might. It depends on what your question is. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that far. Uh, my question today is: What is an unsolved case that you need the answers to? You know that case that you watched all the documentaries, you've seen all the movies, you've listened to all the podcasts, read all the books. Mm-hmm. Totally. See, I could totally see that question going hmm. back to child murder. Yeah, I guess. But for me, it does not. Because a lot of people would say Jonathan A. Ramsey, probably. Right? Oh, yeah. I think probably. that's a huge one for a lot of people. And obviously, I, wanna, I want to know about that one. But Never it's not at the top of my list. <laughs> the top of my list would be Diet Log Pass. Oh, yes. That is honestly one of my favorite stories. I had just heard about it because I listened to really? it on Morbid. Oh. We um, love Morbid. Yeah, we love Morbid. And I just want to be their friends. So how do we so, get to be Ashley and the latest friend? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hi. Yeah, we are friends. <laughs> well, DM you. <laughs> now we're just being creepy. Um, uh, yes, I love that. Code. I love it so much. And I'm sure a lot of people already know about it. And I'll just give a quick rundown. But it's it's Russian hikers that were on this extreme like mountain. Blizzard hike overnight for, I don't know, the expedition was like weeks or something. They were all very experienced, and um, their tent was found in a very strange manner. Um, I know there were cuts from the inside of the tent, and all of the the campers fleed. Some of them were found without clothes on, Mm -hmm. and obviously dead. Others were found about 200 mm-hmm. yards away from them with the other people's clothes on. Mm-hmm. But, so it seemed that they, they took those people's clothes and put them on, but then they were found dead. Some had their tongues removed. There was all kinds oh, of crazy Massive internal injuries. Massive, yeah. Nothing really on the outside, it appeared, but on they had such a like huge internal damage. Yeah. So interesting. And then so there's all these theories about... Uh, some people say it was an avalanche, but then others were like, well, that doesn't make sense. Some people are like, definitely a Sasquatch or a Yeti. Oh, I, I totally think I it was a I, Yeti. I, love, <laughs> I love those stories, too. Some people think it was aliens, perhaps. Most people think some type of government involvement yeah. was happening there, at least to cover up the case from whatever, whatever had happened. The government is trying to cover things up from the Yetis. Probably yes. a <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, that's definitely my story. I want to know. Well, I, okay, I only want to know if it's something really interesting, like a Yeti yeah. or an alien. I If it's some simple explanation that's not that exciting, then maybe I don't want to know. One of my favorite details on that case is the name of the mountain. Yes, I was going to say that. Wasn't it Don't Go There? Yeah. <laughs> it translates <laughs> to Don't Go There. Literally, it's just like... <laughs> So, so that that was from like. Well, I don't know if they're called Aboriginal people there, but the those people that are that live in that area, that's what they know that area for. So why do they know that area, right? As that, like, what had happened in their history that they're like, no, just don't go there, right? It's so interesting. I love that piece. Yeah. What about you? so, I'm a white girl from the north side of Edmonton, mm-hmm. and I uh, like to refer to myself as being from the hood. <laughs> north side's still alive. <laughs> um, so, my favorite unsolved is the uh, Tupac and Biggie murders.
0: Oh, wow, I did not, not
1: think about that. I, I didn't think you were going to go there. I'm totally a ghetto oh. girl. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, most people know those cases. Yeah. And I am sure, like... 99% sure mm-hmm. that suge knight did it <laughs> like he orchestrated them all but that's fantastic like, it's across the united states like east coast versus west coast it's like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like the rap music that i grew up on and wasn't supposed to listen to right and you know and then teapot died Biggie died and, you know like it's just a big old mess <laughs> of thing. oh that's fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. Which I agree. just also found a book about it, which oh interesting. Probably gonna put it on the reading list. <laughs> I can't say I know that many details about it, so it sounds pretty interesting. interesting. Fun. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. See, that's why I love these questions, is because I'm learning things. Oh, yeah. I thought I knew all the things about you and true crime stuff, but yeah, gangster for life. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I. <laughs> <laughs> gangster, yet here we are in a book club. Right? <laughs> Tried to form a gang, but it turned into a book club. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Excellent. Alright. Well, so, be sure to answer our question as well. We want to know, what is your favorite unsolved case that you mm-hmm. need the answers to? Yeah, and it might give us inspiration for future book, book. Story. A story, yeah. yeah. And also let us know what you thought about the episode. And... If you hear anything more about Evelyn Basel, feel free to post on our socials. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder Podcast, Facebook at Murder and Merlo Podcast, and Twitter at Murder Marlo One. Yeah. And stay tuned. Next week, we will be covering the rest of the Green River Killer, and we will finally be able to put a name to the terrible person that uh, did so much damage in decades. Of not being caught so oh, yeah. we're super excited to wrap that one up and um, give all the details on that monster yeah. yeah and so you can listen to that or this one on google play apple podcast stitcher spotify podbean anywhere else you can find podcasts thanks for listening catch you on the flip side <laughs> <laughs> oh so not confident with that one you <laughs> know what about peace out nerds smell you later <laughs> later haters
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs>